and welcome to the print pod our daily podcast my name is ratan priya and i bring you today's opinion on the interim budget written by pravin chakravarti the chairman of all india professionals congress 11 crore 11111 rupees this is the exact amount budgeted for capital expenditure next year by union finance minister nirmala sitaraman this can be interpreted to either imply that sitaraman has such precise control over the nation's finances to be able to come up with a ramanujanesque number for what the next government would spend on building roads bridges and other infrastructure or that it was some numerological play or that it was some numerological prayer for divine blessings for the upcoming national election even the most devout supporter of the narendra modi government would be hard pressed to admit that it is the former this symbolizes the frivolous charade of the vote on account budget presented on thursday by the finance minister in general a government's budget should be as dour and boring as a chartered accountant preparing taxes for you or your company at the end of the year an interim budget a few months before an election should matter even less yet the interim budget 2024 is different in the sense that it offers a neat milestone to compare economic taxation and expenditure philosophies of manmohan singh and narendra modi's 10 year tenures at its core a budget is a reflection of the government's priorities of who it taxes and where it spends its money in singh's tenure tax revenues nearly quadrupled from rupees 3 lakh crore to rupees 11.5 lakh crore with 40% of this increase coming from corporates and 25% through regressive indirect taxes of the common people in modi's tenure tax revenues nearly tripled to 35 lakh crore but 3/4 of this increase came from middle class people paying income taxes or common people paying gst while corporates contributed less than a quarter Not only did the Manmohan Singh government collect overall taxes at a higher rate than the Modi government but it was also fairer in taking a larger share from the richer corporates. This was the fundamental shift in taxation approaches between the two governments to the disappointment of supply siders who mistakenly believe reducing corporate taxes invariably yields greater investment private sector investment in manmohan singh's tenure was higher at 25% of gdp versus 22% during modi's tenure despite lower taxes even before covid-19 the other big differences between the two governments in taxation is the philosophical approaches to fiscal federalism when the union government levies cesses and surcharges it appropriates taxes for itself without having to share them with the states the greater the surcharges and cesses the lower the share of overall taxes for states cesses and surcharges including gst cess nearly doubled during modi's tenure to 10% of overall tax revenues in other words the modi government resorted to duplicitous means to garner greater taxes for itself without having to share it with the states if there is a fundamental distrust and discord between the state government of all hues and the union today it is due to the modi government's sassy behavior which doesn't bode well for the nation's future of federalism on the other side is the difference in expenditure priorities between the two governments The Manmohan Singh government prioritized welfare and defense expenditure while the Modi government laid all its eggs in the capital expenditure basket. Again at the big picture level, Singh taxed corporates more and spent more on welfare, arguably as any fair-minded democratically elected government would. The Modi government taxed the common person and the middle class more and spent that money largely on big ticket infrastructure projects. 
to be clear effective capital expenditure on infrastructure is a common public good and very important for the nation's future but during the modi tenure the government did all the heavy lifting of infrastructure spending vis-a-vis the private sector as most economists would have preferred beyond all the real elephant in north block is one of jobs and incomes it is a puzzle that despite the enormous government expenditure on infrastructure youth unemployment continues to be bugbear the most ironic picture of helplessness with jobs comes from what is happening in haryana uttar pradesh and rajasthan where thousands of young people are being shipped to war torn israel through state sponsored programs to replace palestinian workers it is tantamount to the government of india acknowledging that it cannot provide good jobs and incomes for its youth here in india therefore it is shipping them off to a violence ridden zone for jobs the fact that there is utter clamor for this is further evidence of the helplessness of the india's youth it is perhaps unprecedented in any democracy that a government will use its unemployed youth as foreign policy tools to send them off for jobs in conflict zones if even with protection and assurance this is a sad and shameful reflection of economic foreign and geoeconomic policies gone awry nothing sums up the modi government's decade long economic management than the number 86000 crore rupees this is the amount that the finance minister budgeted for the scheme under the mahatma gandhi national rural employment guarantee act for next year modi took charge as prime minister in 2014 and mocked manrega as a monument to the upa government's economic failure the embarrassment must have been even more acute for sita raman when she budgeted only 60000 crore for manrega last year and pronounced that india's robust economic growth would ensure that demand for manrega work will subside she ended up spending nearly 40% more than she budgeted indicating that regardless of inane certificates such as the fastest growing economy in the world handed out by washington institutes hundreds of millions in india are desperate for minimum wage work to be clear minimizing manrega demand should be the most important economic objective of any government because that would mean plentiful jobs for people until then you decide what is the real monument to economic failure mocking manrega and having to triple down on it or introducing manrega as a safety net thank you for tuning in remember to catch our flagship podcast cut the clutter every weekday with our founder and editor in chief shekhar gupta i am ratan priya in delhi follow the print for more such analysis 